Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Oh, we should probably put our earphones on and get a start. <laughs> We're off. Look. Oh, it's recording. It started. <laughs> oh, I yes, we're going. Whoa. Okay, well, welcome back from Arizona. Thank it you. must be hard to be home considering we've been in slush all day. Snowed all day. And then rained and then it snowed and then it yeah. rained. And it was a weird day. It started it out a as a downpour day. and now it's a blizzard. Yeah. Do you know what I did today? What? When I dropped my kids off at school, I came home uh-huh. and our garage is detached, right? It uh-huh. kind of has a little bit of a tin roof feel to it. Oh. So I pulled in and closed the garage. And when I got out of my car, it was silent except for just the rain falling on the roof of the garage. I stood there for probably 30 seconds and just listened. I went, oh, this sounds so lovely. It's like, what is, what is that? Not aromatherapy. What's the, yeah. like an um, audio therapy? What do you call that? sounds. I'm going to call sure. it spa sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Falling rain. Who knew? You know what? That's really funny because this morning when I was working out, I finished my workout at like eight and it was, it was raining really hard by then. And I was in the office by myself and it was pounding on the window mm. and I had a similar, not 30 seconds long, but I, at one point I was like, oh, that sounds really nice. Like, <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we just never take time to be quiet, but I really was, I really did think, wow. This is like really peaceful. It was a cozy day. My my sister, she's my daughter. In fact, my daughter was like, "Mom, I love days like this. They're so moody." And I was like, "Yeah, they are very moody." Oh, good for her for recognizing yeah, that. Yeah, she loves it. She's like her father's daughter. Yeah, I love a good cloudy day too. Yeah. Well, so how was your weekend in Arizona? Magical, was it? Yeah, it was sunny and it was warm. Yeah. Though I hear it was unseasonably cold for them down there. Oh, really? But yeah, it was in the sixties, fifties, sixties. That's unseasonably cold. I know. <laughs> That's. I looked at them and thought, I will take it. Thank That's you. That's wild. Yeah, it was sunny yeah. and just delightful. So much vitamin D. Yeah. Those pools and backyards with hot tubs right there. I know. What a life. So now you've life. been there in like the winter months, every time I go there in January, February, that's when I'm like looking at houses everywhere because yeah. it to be there in the dead of winter and have it be 65 degrees. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But I even mentioned that to the husband of the, the house that we were uh-huh. staying at. Uh-huh. I mentioned that to him, how wonderful it was and how I was convinced I should probably buy a home in their neighborhood too. Yeah. And he said, yeah, February is the month that we get you. Like, yeah, the other nine months, not so much. You, you'll change your mind. You don't. He's basically like, yeah. run away. Yeah, no, I've been there in August too. It, that is, that sounds that, awful. That's when reality hits hard. Yeah, I think I've only been to Arizona in the winter, and it's really nice. But you had some great hikes. You show me your pictures. Your hikes look so beautiful. Yeah, hiking through cacti. That's oh. so cool. And when you got psyche. attacked by that one, I did get attacked by a cactus. Yes, thank you for bringing that a up. Jumping I love... cactus. I still don't even know if that's real. Yeah, some sort of weird jumping. It jumped. It jumped onto my shoe, and when I tried to take it off my shoe, it jumped into my hand. And I had all these spikes that are like an inch and a half long sticking out of my hand. Are you Googling it yeah. right now? Yeah, I am. Because I just want to see a picture of it. Oh, I've seen those around it? everywhere. That yeah, is it. Just like a little, like, um. That is what was stuck in my hand. Like, yeah. what is it like the size of a golf ball? Uh, it gets, it can get really big, right? But they have these little pieces, I think, that break off. I don't know how it works, but you have to watch where you're walking. And I mean, yeah, did we get a little lost on our trail run? Maybe. So hmm. did we have to bushwhack it a little bit? Yes, Dude. we did. We should not have. That was Those a poor choice. Scorpions. There were no scorpions. There were no snakes. A friend of mine that I that I was running with, she goes, should we be worried about snakes? I said, no, it's too cold for snakes. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Arizona is just like the land of... It's like the United States, Australia. It, like, it, that's a, why would you go? Why would you live there? That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. I'm looking, I'm just like scrolling through these jumping cacti pictures right now. There's literally this, this article says, golfer at the country mm. club gets too close to jumping cacti. And he literally has, I don't know, 15 cacti stuck to his back. And the police officers are just staring at him. That is crazy. We were very careful on the rest of our walk. Very careful. Tiptoeing, tiptoeing through the desert. You are truly the new Bindi Irwin. That is something else. That I've never heard of that. And now that I've had YouTube educate me about Uh, what it looks like, that is bonkers. Right. But can we talk about what I actually enjoyed (sighs) about Arizona? Yeah, sure. Totally. Spas. Oh, goodness. Land of the spa. Have you spent an entire day in a spa before? Nay. Ooh, I know. We nice. need to. We need to. Every mom should get one free spa day pass a year. Yeah. We would all walk around with a little more pep in our step. I bet. Because of it. Yeah. Also, how do I get a zero gravity napping chair in my home? Because they had a napping room wow. where you could just nap. Wow. Yeah. Are there rules like no talking and like there's like. There should be. This one, I, oh. I think we could actually find better. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one had four napping chairs kind of Mm. at the entrance of going into the the women's locker room area. And so it wasn't ideal because there was a lot of foot traffic at different times. Okay. When I took my nap, it was towards the end of the day. So I, I, I told you already, I caught myself at one point. I fell asleep and all of a sudden I woke up to this... (laughs) Sound. <laughs> looked around and was like, whoa, who, did, who was that? <laughs> oh, that was me. That was me. I don't that take naps hilarious. and I don't snore, but here I that's am. Hilarious. I mean, that so honestly, that's how you know it was a good nap because you did snore. I am delighted to hear that. I'm looking now at zero gravity chairs. Those are sweet. Like, how could you not fall asleep in a zero right. gravity chair? After you've spent four hours going back and forth from the steam room oh. to the aromatherapy room, oh to the hot tub, to the waterfall oh pool gosh. where the waterfall pressure is so high that it's like a massage. That Incredible. amazing. And then the cold plunge. I feel like you could get behind the cold plunge. I mean, I'm just I so think scared. you'd enjoy it. I'm it just, was, I, it's a mental game, right? Like you just, it's yeah, talking. Did that's you why jump you would in? love it. Did no. you jump in or did you? No, you tiptoe in, you, but you're not slow. You just go like you just, just get in and you get in up to your shoulders is what I did. And the friend that I was with, she was so brave. She, every time we would go in, she dunk her whole head in right before we'd get out. Are you I supposed to? I don't know. I don't know. I No, I'm not supposed to. My body says no. I don't no. know if you're supposed to get your brain wet. <laughs> Are you supposed to freeze like that? I don't know. But you you like a good mental game. Yeah, I do. And so I think you would really enjoy the cold plunge for a myriad reasons. One, it's a mental yeah. game. And two, it is actually good for your body, especially yeah. if you are working it hard. Yeah. And I had just run 10 and a half miles that day, that yeah. morning. And then was going back and forth from the cold plunge to the hot tub to the steam room. And I felt like a million dollars. Did you really? so good. So good. I mean, it just seems so scary. I've seen it. I know. Well, I don't know what the health benefits are, but obviously there are health benefits because everyone talks about it and lots of people do it. You know what? Honestly, after you told me the story initially, Mm -hmm. the other day I had like 
actually two minutes to take a shower. So I told myself, just turn on the shower. And if it warms up, great. And if it doesn't, you need to suck it up and get in. So I, <laughs> so I was like, Megan can do it, I can do it. So did I take a lukewarm shower that day? I did. But it was still like, I thought, okay, I did that. I was fine. But it was like in and out, quick rinse, do a little turn. Like You would be fine. But also, why would you want to deprive yourself of that experience. A warm shower is like a reward. It's like a warm hug each day. But I was in a hurry and it takes so long for my shower to warm up. Oh. That that's why I was like, look, mm. if you if it doesn't get warm, snooze, you lose. If Megan can do a cold plunge, you can do a cold <laughs> shower. Like you could do, if I can yeah. do a cold plunge, you can do a cold plunge too. You would be yeah. just fine. I'm not sure what that looks like or how we could set that up. I'm not ready to invest in something yeah, like everyone that. Everyone buys that blow up pool. You have a hot tub. And right now it's actually cold. Oh. The igniter broke. (laughs) We opened it. My daughter opened it the other day to get in. She's in her swimming suit and we opened it up and I'm like, it's not steaming. Huh? Put my hand in. I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) And then she could not understand. My two-year-old did not understand. She was just, I I, like put her toes in. She was like, oh no, no. And I was like, yeah, see, you don't want to get in there. (laughs) Part of what was so magical about doing the cold plunge Mm -hmm. is having something really warm and hot to get into afterwards. Yeah. And so I'm down for doing the cold plunge, but we need a solid plan for how to warm up quickly afterwards. I don't have that yet. Yeah. So we'll work on that. If we can fix the hot tub and then get like, I don't know, like a big cattle trough or something, just fill it up with ice People are using, people these days are just getting those blow up pools and they're putting Mm. ice in it. So there's, there's easy ways. Yeah. I'll look into it. I feel like I should, I feel like I should try it once. I don't know. We're thinking about. Or how about you try it once by just going to a spa that has a cold plunge? That seems like a really safe way to first time it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds expensive, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think of it this way. By the time you buy a cold plunge pool, Uh you will have spent the same amount of money, maybe more than you would have going to a spa. And at least you would know with a spa. It's kind of like feeling it out. Yeah. I hope my husband's listening. That math checks out. Yeah. He'll get it, I think. Anyway, so. Very good. Arizona's great. Good time was had by all. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. You were missed, but your house didn't burn down. No. Your husband did a great job. Your he kids did. are still alive. He like, did a wonderful job. Yeah, yep. everyone's good. Everyone's alive. What did you do while I was gone? Um, Not a whole lot. I saw a bobcat and... I, uh, yeah, so I saw a bobcat. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why, I don't know why uh, I introduced it like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to read the exact text okay. that you sent me. Oh, you are so funny. Anytime I go out of town, you have this kind of rule. Mm-hmm. We will not be in contact with each other. Not about like fluffy stuff. You, you go silent. Yeah. You're like radio silence. That's because I want you to be in vacation mode. It's always a little unnerving because I'm so used to hearing things. Like it's just normal for me to like to have the back and forth Mm -hmm. that when it is silent, I'm always like, like I'm, I'm, forgetting something. It's yeah. like I forgot a child in the cars. <laughs> it's me. I am the child. Who, who did I forget? Me. What am I missing right now? You forgot me. Okay. So randomly at, oh, 9.41 p.m. Huh. Look mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. I just get a text from you that says, it was a bobcat. We just found one in the backyard. Yeah. That was it. That's all I got. <laughs> like you found, you've, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So can so, you tell us the story, please? Yeah. So there's been a chicken update because um, remember last time I talked to you, I was pretty sure that it was a coon. It was the coons ganum. Well, we were, we were unsure, right? Because yeah, one unsure. completely disappeared, uh-huh, which is strange uh-huh. for a raccoon. A raccoon. Yeah. So anyways, so this was probably like three days later. And my husband and I had just gotten back from a date and Aww, I was wearing my tight. I was wearing tights as one does on a date. Sexy. So, yeah, totally. All the way up to my 
chest. It was really high. <laughs> How else do you wear Extra tights? high rise. Right up to my neck, in fact. <laughs> Anyways. It's a turtleneck. <laughs> turtleneck tights. New trend. Um, so I was wearing my tights and he goes out to take out the trash and he just comes right back. And I'm talking to the babysitter and he just comes right back and he's like, there's a bobcat in the backyard. And I was like, what? And because we've been talking about it, I didn't know. I, I knew he wasn't kidding. So we turned off all the lights and I'm like in my tights. So I am literally slipping around the house. I'm like, at one point, I like fall down onto my knees. I'm like, I'm fine. Turn off all the lights. Turn off the lights. Why? Why are you turning off the lights? Because what are you, you doing? Because if you're in a lit house, you can't see in the backyard. It's, you, you need to turn off the lights so you can see, right? Okay. And also, I didn't want it to run away right away. I wanted to like really make sure it was a bobcat. So we oh. turned off all the lights and sure enough, it is just sitting there staring at the house under the playhouse. And it was, it's like the size of like um, an eight-year-old kid. That is unnerving. It's big. It was very unnerving. Your husband was about to go out there. He was out there. Like they were out at the same time and and he saw it there. So anyways, so I run upstairs to get a flashlight and my kids hear me. So my kids go running downstairs and right then it just jumps right over the fence. It cleared it in like one hop, right over the fence. So we think that it was scouting out the chickens and yeah. I texted my neighbor probably 10 houses up because she has chickens also. And I said, hey, I just saw the bobcat. It's it's in, It was just in my backyard. I don't know where it is now. Two minutes later, she texted me and said, it's in our yard. It just caught a squirrel. And they have like camera footage of it just sitting there on their back porch eating the squirrel. It was Whoa. crazy. So she was like, we need to take action because they're really territorial. Have I told you all this already? I don't no, know. No, no. They're very territorial. So they'll just keep coming back. Mm. They'll just keep coming back until, now that they know there's food nearby. Yeah. And the fact that it was eating this squirrel on her porch, like really yeah. close to her house. And it was close to my house. And it was, I texted you at 945, but my husband went out at like 850. That's not very late. No. That's pretty early. So, so what action? What is the course of action? Yeah. So... It's low on the list of priorities for animal control. So they suggest that we get one of those like old fashioned traps from um, like Fox and the Hound, which Whoa. makes me way nervous because the other neighbor that we were talking to, she says that historically when you catch it, they just go berserk, mm-hmm. right? Because they're caught, they, they're big animals. And so you have to shoot it right away. But if you shoot it in a neighborhood – like people might call and complain, like call the yeah, police. Also, like there's a lot of ramifications. In your house, yo, we don't have a gun exactly. Yeah. But our neighbor up the street, they have a pellet gun, and then we have another neighbor. Oh, the pellet gun, yeah, I know, no, good. They've been using the pellet gun up to this point, mm. and now that it keeps coming back. They were like, I think we need to call this neighbor. So <laughs> we have a neighbor in our in our neighborhood who, um, their family owns Browning. The oh, hunting. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Company. So their basement is like full of rifles. Full of guns. Like full. Like anytime. Yeah. So he's always like, if you need to borrow a gun. So I told my husband, we actually might need to like call this neighbor and be like, hey, we do need to borrow a gun for like, I, it makes me super nervous. I do not want to shoot it myself. I know someone else who has shot raccoons. So I think I will need to call them and be like, hey, the bobcat's in our backyard. Can you just come like track it? And take care of it because I don't really want to do yeah, it myself. I'm sure if that's actually legal too to just animal control said to do guns. it. Oh no, to loan out yeah, guns. Yeah, loan no, out no, guns. no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, no. But like, if I have my neighbor, hey, could you come take yeah, care of this for yeah, me? Yeah, I'm more inclined to do that than shoot it myself or my husband. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Have you we ever do... shot a gun before? No, and I have zero interest. No, 
It like scares me to death. Yeah. And my husband, I don't think my husband's ever shot a gun. At- no, that's really? not true. He probably has like hunting with friends or something. But anyways, we'll probably call this neighbor. We have not seen it since, but um, I am down one more chicken. I am. Mm. So I know that it, the chickens are all scarce. They haven't been sleeping in the trees, but I haven't figured out how it got one, but it got one more. When you said you have another neighbor who had what, eight chickens and now she's down to two. Two. So it's it's on to us, which is so annoying and also just so scary. It's a big. It's not like a raccoon. And I don't know what's worse. Raccoons are nasty, but a bobcat is like raccoons a real aren't going to eat your kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, they might scratch my kids, but <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I don't really know what to do. It's kind of a weird season too because I, while you're out of town, um, they report on the news that there's been more mountain lion sightings than mm-hmm. usual, mm-hmm. just because of the weird weather. Yeah. The mountain lions are following the deer, so it just so I think that's why animal animal controls like look. We're worried about the mountain lions right now. We're not worried about a bobcat, which is half the size. So I don't know. I'll try and get a picture of it next time I see it. But it was it was there. We need to get a raccoon cam for you guys. Well, I have a camera. The only problem is they're so fast. The bobcat was so fast. So I'll show you. I'll get the footage from my neighbor and I'll show you that because that's really interesting. And oof, they're creepy. So Anyways, well, um, thank you for the that. update. So sorry. Yeah. Which chicken are you missing? Oh yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so Barb and Star are gone. <gasps> no, Barb and Star are Both no longer together. They went together actually on the same day. <laughs> yeah, they did. It was really tender. <laughs> and also, Trish. <laughs> Stop. I'm serious. I'm serious. Oh, it was like really no. uncanny. Like. Barb Star and Trish. I gave a good report on them last time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're gone. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But I'm just glad they're together. I'm glad they're together. <laughs> Having with the mermaid. Yeah. Trish. <laughs> Having the time of their oh, life in no. the next life. So, anyways, but yeah, now they're I'm in just, their culottes. Yeah. <laughs> Little chicken culottes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. So, anyways, oh, anyways, oh, I'm so sorry I for know. your loss. I thank you, thank you. It's it's hard. It's a hard time, but we're fine. So yeah, but it's bad timing because my two year old. We had to go to IFA and get some chicken food, and they are getting out the chicken supplies. And she was like, mm. oh, "Mom, come and get some baby chicks." I'm like, "Dude, this is bad timing, man." <laughs> like, yes, but no. Like, I can't keep them alive, but I want some more. So I don't really know what we're gonna do. Yeah, I'll what keep, are you gonna? I do? don't know. We'll keep you posted. I don't know. Can't wait. Can't wait for another chicken update. Oh, so are, fun. There are plenty. So, okay. Now that I have updated you all on absolutely nothing, <laughs> where are we? Okay. So this episode actually came to me when my seven-year-old son yet again reminded me that he expects me to die within the next 10 years. Okay. <laughs> have your kids ever like said anything like that to you? Like, have they ever... <laughs> Been surprised that you'll be alive next year? Yes. Okay. Many, many times. Okay. So it's not like a new... Okay. I thought it was unique to me. No. No. I don't think it's unique to any parent okay. of a child younger than what? Eight? When do they get awareness of... I don't know. Even my nine-year-old sometimes is yeah. like... So I. So we were having a conversation about like... You know, I said something to the effect of, when you're a teenager, I will help you with X, Y, Z. And my son was like, how? You'll be dead. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's only in 10 years. That's what I mean. I Even my 10-year-old sometimes has a hard time understanding that, like, I'm I'm going to live a little bit longer. But, yeah, apparently we asked the okay. listeners about this, and apparently it's not that unusual because right. there were other submissions that were similar. So I will stop here because I could say more, but 
the listeners had a lot of similar things that it seems like their kids do not understand. Yes. We asked our listeners to tell us something their kids just cannot comprehend. Mm -hmm. And they said, daily routines. Mm. Somehow it's a surprise every evening that we have to get homework done. Totally. Totally. I mean, isn't the same in the morning? Isn't it the same all day, every day, no matter what season it is? Like, yeah. And their cute little minds, they have their own schedule. Mm -hmm. Play outside, Mm -hmm. read books, build with Mm -hmm. Legos, hang out with friends. Homework is like the interruption to their daily routine. And I get it. I loathe when my daily routine is interrupted too. So I understand that's hard for them. Yeah. Well, that was your evening tonight was a perfect case study, right? Because it was time for bed. You were out running an errand and your kids are supposed to be getting ready for bed. And when you got back, they were just playing, playing on the counter. Like it wasn't. Yeah, like right? like it wasn't eight o'clock. Yeah, and thirty minutes past. Yeah, one at least one of their bedtimes. Like they'd never been put to bed before. Like, oh, what are yeah. we supposed to be doing? Right. It's just, it's just. I don't know. I even said to my daughter today because she was like, <laughs> I said, "Okay, go practice your piano." And she goes, "For how long?" And I looked at her and said, "How long do you usually practice?" I don't know. I said, "Are you kidding?" Thirty minutes, every <laughs> five days a week. I tell yeah. you, it is like, I I looked at her and I wanted to say something snarkier, and I just said, 30 minutes." Like we normally do. It's like, come on. <laughs> You've been on the earth for 4,000 days. You know what to do by now. Really? 4,000? I don't even know. Oh. Ten to- oh, 10 times 365. Whoa, my math is sweet. Wow. Yeah, basically 4,000 days. Good job. <sighs> I do math. Yeah. Okay, along the daily routine lines, another listener said, brushing their teeth. Mm. They do it twice a day, every day. Doesn't matter if they did it yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amanda, yeah. have your kids had any cavities before? Mm, honestly, no. Mine have not either. Mm. It's not that I want my kids to have cavities. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. But at this point in their lives, I don't think they believe me that cavities actually exist. Sure. Sometimes I remind them to brush so they don't get cavities. And one of my kids will say, well, I haven't had a cavity yet, yeah. so I don't have to brush this time. Yeah. Why do we brush so much? I've never had a cavity. I'm like, yeah. I I mean, yeah, you could stop and find out what it's yeah. like to have a cavity, right. but that stinks. Do you so want to say, like, proof is in the pudding, right? Dude. Like, why do you think you don't have cavities? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't, don't get, it. Don't I, get I, it. Yeah, I don't know. But do your kids also have gaps in their teeth? Uh, yeah, a lot of them do. So yeah. do mine. And my dentist said, like, once their teeth close up, then you really got to get serious about it because mm. they're, because when they drink, it kind of like washes out all yeah, the stuff yeah, yeah. and yeah. gaps are to their benefit at that this makes age. Sense. Yeah. But, I got to start training them now. Like my, most of my kids are not good about brushing their teeth in the morning. They won't do it without my reminder. So I am very good at reminding them every morning and every night, you will brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a non-negotiable. Totally. You will brush your teeth. Totally. Well, here's something for this listener and for everyone. If you want to make it easier today, in fact, I just bought new kids toothpaste because they were running out. Mm. There is now color changing toothpaste. What? It goes on your toothbrush blue and they spit it out pink. No way. Yes. And they were all so jazzed to brush their teeth tonight. Yeah. So it probably won't last. That's very but, cool. But you know, there is something, even I am like, oh, I'm kind of excited to try a new flavor. So Ew, did you try it? Oh, no. Whoa. It's bubblegum flavor. Yeah, no. Do you ever look at kids' toothpaste and go, absolutely I, not? Well, I even smell it. I like brush their teeth and Whoa. I smell their breath. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> they say, mom, I brush my teeth, yeah. smell my breath. Oh. Okay. No. You hold your breath. Like, yeah. mm, good bubble job. Gum. 
<laughs> my kids, yeah. they have a, a bluey toothpaste, which they like. Oh, right cool, now, cool. So. Yeah. Thanks, bluey. <laughs> okay, so this next listener says something that hits close to home. Their child does not understand seasons. I feel like I co- I'm constantly saying, the pool isn't open today. It's winter, to which they respond, respond but the sun is out. <laughs> so... I don't know about this listener, but we have conversations like this all the time. And it usually goes like, they'll say, the sun is out. And I'll say, yeah, but it's cold outside. And they're like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. No, <laughs> it's not. And then I just have to like give up because my kids, probably like this listener's kids, do not understand that the pool is not open in the summertime. Right. You know, so we the don't. pool is open in the summertime. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. The, we, we only swim when it's hot outside. Right, right. You know, just the other day, my, my son was like, Mom, when is it going to be my birthday? And I said, In May. And May is when it starts to get warm. So I said, It's not going to be really hot, but it'll be warm and the snow is going to melt. And so what happened the next day? <laughs> the snow melted and it was warm. And he literally woke up and was like, Today's my birthday, huh? And I said, Oh my gosh. Aww. No, it's February. And he's birthday. like, Valentine's Day? I'm like, no, not <laughs> like, so it's hard. like, but seasons are hard. Cause there's also no, like today is spring. There is technically, but like, <laughs> it looks outside. Yes. It's deceiving, right? Yes. Like it's fluid, especially in Utah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it like snows. There's been snow on Memorial day. Like it's the weirdest state. It's very confusing. Yeah, totally. Similarly, when I remind my kids to wear a jacket or a coat and they say, but there's no snow on the ground. They I see know. no snow on the ground in February and think, heat wave. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put a coat on. It's crazy. Yeah. I do not understand it. Well, and my kids, like I just bought for my boys the other day a windbreaker. <laughs> Don't even ask why. I, there's no wind in this state. But like I bought them a windbreaker. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there, but like not in February. Anyways, there's just a cute windbreaker <laughs> at Target. So I bought my it boys. It's really cute. Yeah, it's cute. And they've been wearing that like on bl- today was a blizzard and my son wears this windbreaker. It's like a piece of like, pl- you know, <laughs> like polyester. Yeah, it is parachute material. And I was like, son. It's a blizzard outside. He's like, yeah, this will be fine. I'm like, what? And he's like, as he goes out to the car, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Wouldn't want to wear that blizzard. I know. You'll never lose him. It's so bright. Uh, I will not lose them. That is for sure. Oh, man. Another listener said their children do not understand wiping isn't optional. Washing Mm. your hands isn't optional. Flushing isn't optional. Okay, well, this is my family. Well, I feel like this, it hits too close. It does. Children and all yeah. human beings, frankly, have zero yeah. options in the bathroom. Wipe. Yep. Flush. Yep. Wash. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to frame the Nike swoosh and the motto, oh. like wipe, flush, wash, just do it above yeah. my children's toilet at this point. That's so clever. You should absolutely do that. That's so clever. <laughs> that will that will sell big time. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. It just doesn't see, once again, it's old news. And I always like die a little bit inside when one of my kids leaves a number two in the toilet and mm. either someone else finds it or my husband finds it and then comes to me and is like, you didn't flush the toilet. And I look at him, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you think it's me? Like, I think it's you? That little Tootsie Roll in there, you think that is me? And also you think that I'm dumb enough not to flush it? Like just yeah. yesterday, one. Of, I'm not even joking. He razzed me about this all night and I was like over it. Bathing the little kids, my daughter used the toilet got clogged. Not a big deal. But she comes to me, she's like, mom, the toilet's not flushing. And so I was like, okay, I'll take care of her later. Forgot about it. Cause I was broke. Cause I was taking care of the little kids. Right. Yeah, yeah. My husband comes home. I'm like in bed and he comes over and he's like, you clogged the toilet. And I looked at him and I was like, 
do you know what? I'm such an adult that if I clogged it, I would have plunged it myself. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't think you did. I think you left. And I, I looked Ooh. him square in the face and I was like, don't even, it's 1030 at night. And I just <laughs> forgot to do it. But it was, it's all these little things that I'm like, guys, it's not hard. No, it's 2024. The technology is right there. Just flush the handle, wash your hands. As a parent, I've also become really good at looking at the signs to know which child it actually uh-huh. was that left. Same. I have one who meticulously folds the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And so I know, I mm-hmm. know when it's that child. Yes. And I have one who likes to use more toilet paper than is mm-hmm. ever necessary. And mm-hmm. I have one who never uses quite enough yes. toilet paper. So I can tell, I can tell. Yes. I know. So when yes. I say, so-and-so come flush the toilet. Now they don't even argue with me. They used to be like, well, it was me. So they, so-and-so went back. Yeah. like, no, they know now. Like, yep. No, I know. I'm on to you. I've yep. got your signs. Unless you're going to switch up your wiping techniques. No. I know exactly who did this. Yeah. Oh, it's just so annoying. It's just so <laughs> annoying. And then uh, when someone random person finds it, it's just so embarrassing. Like your husband. Or like a neighbor. Like just oh. anyone. Like when like so a guest is at my house and like, mm. you know, that drives me crazy. Mm. Anyways, okay. So this next one, I'm sure we're not alone. What? I was just thinking when you have guests over, you need to like preemptively, oh, you need to go to the bathroom? Just a minute. Let me, let me, let me. Go ahead and do a check real quick. I like, have done that before, Megan. Preemptively just flush oh, yes. everything. I have done that before. And what kills me is like, I'll clean the bathrooms before our powder one, where everyone yeah. goes. I will clean it before a guest comes. And I have one child in particular that that is the only bathroom I like to use, the four-year-old. Yeah. And so if he gets in there before a guest, like in between the cleaning and the guest, all bets are off. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, no uh, respect. Okay, sorry. No respect. Just- I know. Uh, that topic really does it riles. cause feelings. Yeah. yeah, yeah Ooh, feelings. So this next one might too, because I think a lot of people suffer from this uh, misconception. Trigger us. What is Yeah. It? This listener says their child does not understand how to close things. Oh my goodness. Doors, drawers, marker lids. It's a hard concept, they say. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So strangely... My oldest child struggles with this one. Really? Yeah, she's nine, but I will go into her room. And just the other day, I found open bottles of nail polish. Oh, my word. Like, she had just painted one nail and, like, put down the brush. It was so crazy. The other day, there was an open bottle of super glue that she had just used and got it on the counter. So that's why the super glue got put up in the, like, no mm-hmm. one's allowed to touch it thing. Mm-hmm. I was over it. I bet. Yep. And then her closet doors never close, which I also find kind of perplexing because how many kids know they're like, mom, come close the closet door. There's a monster in there. Yeah. Maybe she, you should put one in there. That's for, honestly not a bad idea. I have so many masks and wigs in my basement, <laughs> but like she will never close her closet doors. Mm. It's the weirdest thing. So I don't know how to help the situation. I wish that there was a Miss Pickle Wiggle chapter on this. I would, I, I'm sure this would be a big hit because yeah. I need to know what to do. Miss mm, oh, Piggle Wheel, she fixes every child. I want to be Miss Piggle Wheel when I grow up. You would be a fantastic Miss Piggle Wheel. As you would too. I mean. I wouldn't, but you really <laughs> would. I would send my children to you. Okay, but can I also add this one? Along the same lines, mm-hmm. my kids never turn things off. Oh, 
Most mornings when I return home from dropping all the kids off at school, I will walk through the house and for funsies, Uh count how many lights I get to turn off. Despite reminding them probably five times, turn the lights off before you come downstairs. My personal best is 13. (gasps) Wow. 13 light switches that I got to turn off one morning. Wow. Insane. Wow. What is wrong with these children? Where are there even 13 light switches in your house? Like all the upstairs and all the main levels. So there were... Three on in the bathroom, which my youngest did. Oh, my goodness. And then the two in the kitchen, and then the hallway, and then upstairs, that hallway light is on, and then both bathroom lights, and my boys turn on their closet light to get their socks every day, and their bedroom light, and then the girls' bedroom light. It Every single Why? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then they'll, like, path. they'll turn on the exercise room light so that they can uh-huh. get to the playroom and turn that yep. light on, and they'll leave every light on. Even though I am downstairs every day yelling up at them, turn the lights off. Okay. Wow. They never do. Do you know what? I think we need to pay attention to whether or not that's the case in the summertime. Because when all of our kids wake up now, it's still dark outside. Right. I wonder, I just want to start paying attention in the summer. Is it easier because they wake up and it's light outside? Mm. I'm going to guess that it is, but I've never paid attention. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, we can even start to look in the spring too, right? Yes. In April when the sun is coming up much earlier. Because you're right. I don't remember having this issue in August or even September. But just in the last two months, it has been every single Day. Let's just start paying attention now because it's seven o'clock now. It's starting. It's it's starting to get light. It's not yeah. dark. It's not right. pitch black, but it's starting to get light. So yeah, hallelujah. I know. I know. All right. Another parent said their children do not understand sitting down and buckling in the car immediately. Yep. Yep. That is lots of mentions about this. It seems like kids are really struggling with that. Um, we do it many times a day. It is old news. Yes, you always have to get buckled in your own seat. In your own always. seat. Yes. I'm past that in parenting. I do not care whose seat their little bum yeah. is in as long as it is buckled. Yep. Have you been blessed to hear the noise my Toyota Sienna makes when someone's oh, yeah. buckled while driving? Yeah. It is insanely obnoxious. Yeah. And I do not have to remind the younger kids to buckle back up. The older kids will yeah. do it for me because that noise is so obnoxious. But my youngest for preschool pickup, sits in the back uh-huh. and the other two sit in the two pilot uh-huh. seats. But she sits in the back and there are three buckles back there. So she likes to buckle herself in, but then also do the other buckles. Oh. And then sometimes she'll like undo one and then it dings and dings and dings and dings. And then it finally stops and then she'll undo the other. Oh my goodness. And then we endure more dinging. I have put a healthy dose of fear warning uh-huh, uh-huh. in her so uh-huh. she doesn't do it as often anymore but for okay. a while it was like every time oh interesting every time it dings so long interesting so long, and it's so annoying anyway yeah. don't you I, just mm. want to get pulled over like one time so you can <laughs> tell the officer like do you know what do me a solid just like talk to my kids in the back yeah i really do because mm. i don't think they understand my son still is like how far are we going do i need to yeah. get buckled and i'm always like Yes. yes. And I will say to them, look, I know, like, I trust myself. I'm not going to crash the car. But what if someone crashes into the back of us right, right now? I saw a crash today. Did you really? I saw a big crash today. No downtown. way. Yes. And someone ran a red light. <gasps> and they oh. ran it fast. And our our light had just turned green. So shoot, we were going this way. Okay. And I was about to go through the intersection. Oh. I, was probably, I was behind another car. Oh. We were about to go through. And this car was the first one going through the intersection. So they were going 
fairly slow, slow. right? Accelerating. And this one just sped right through. And it slipped. Okay, sliding because it was sped. icy or no, driving? It, driving. <gasps> sped really fast through. Oh, no. And it clipped the oh. like the front end and spun it around. Oh, oh. And it landed like right across from where I was. It was it was crazy. There were pieces of car everywhere. And the other car that had run through the intersection, I thought they were going to run because when they like kind of came to, they started driving again. But then as I went through the intersection, I saw that they had pulled over like halfway down the block. Holy smokes. Oh. You'd be an idiot to drive off. Thank goodness it that was wasn't insane. you. Thank goodness that was not you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. I was grateful, but also Man, that's people, why you buckled. just don't know. Yeah, you just yep. don't know yep. who's going to run a stop sign in yep. our neighborhood mm-hmm. and who's going to run a red light. That is why you get buckled. Yep. I am a safe driver. You yep. are a safe driver, but yep. everyone else out there is insane. I've seen too many accidents. <laughs> I don't trust anyone else. I assume right. that everyone else is going to run into me. And when I look in my rear view and see the person on their phone, oh. that's when I am like, I turn yeah. into a crazy person. Yeah. A, right, a calm, so. crazy person. I don't like turning into road rage, but like when they get up to the side of me, I always give them kind of a little head shake. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. Finger wag. Nope. Don't like that, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's a real one. All right. Another listener says, with relation to life and death, my kids do not understand that humans only live so long. Mm-hmm. And along the same lines, they think they'll be alive for hundreds of years. Yeah, totally. I blame this misconception on the Bible, though. Like, I don't know. Think about all the people that lived to like 400 years old. Is that like, Mo- did a Moses live to like 400 or something? Um, no stress, just bless. I don't know. <laughs> That's all you think. They're just so yeah. blessed. <laughs> yeah, but like, think they about like, stre- they not- what do they have to stress about? Like, where their food came from, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I got I to gotta get some food today. Let me go. I need some lotion. Let me go hunt <laughs> for some wildebeest. I don't know. I just think it's a little bit confusing because like, to their credit, I wonder how Moses lived to 400 too. How's that possible? Yeah. I don't know. Spiritual yoga. I don't know. I don't know. Cold plunge. <laughs> the occasional <laughs> cold plunge <laughs> between my hunts. Uh, so anyways, I don't know. I, I, get the, I get the concept. It's confusing. And still to this day, I can't tell you how many times my kids ask me how old I am. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, like they, the other day, I said they asked a question. I said, well, how old do you think dad is? And my like seven-year-old was like, I don't know, like. 20 and I was like whoa no, okay so I I get it yeah but also I don't so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well my youngest who is five thinks that I'll be dead before she gets married she often oh, says oh. things like I wish you would know my babies oh. or I'll miss you when I get married <laughs> oh. I'll be there what why wouldn't I be there doesn't it always make you wonder in the oh, back of your yes. mind like what oh, do you yes. know about my absolutely. life that I don't absolutely stop talking like that totally it. totally yeah I know it's very funny well they're little psychics we can't say we didn't know <laughs> we had our warning yes we only have so much time <laughs> we better go to a spa tomorrow <laughs> Time is ticking, Amanda. Time is ticking. Oh, man. All right. So other time-related misunderstandings. Another listener said, yesterday, today, or tomorrow. They do not get the difference. Yeah, totally. My five-year-old in her prayers up until recently would say, please help me have a good day yesterday. Oh, that's sweet. That's really sweet. You did. The day's passed. You don't... It's... Okay. We've, <laughs> we finally gently corrected her and I'm a yeah. little sad about it. It's bittersweet when you correct kids' funny speech totally. habits. Totally. But as always, 
Please help me to have a good day yesterday. Yeah. It is It is hard because you, you want him to be, I don't know. It is hard to correct it because just, you know, with all this bobcat excitement in our house, the four-year-old, I think just hearing us say it quickly and with like excited or scared tones, he didn't understand what we were saying. So he's been telling everyone that there's a bobcat in our yard. <laughs> and like after, I thought he was making up something. And then after probably hearing it four times, I was like, oh, it's a bobcat. And he, he, his eyes, he was like, oh, mm. a bobcat. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know, but it was kind of sad to correct him because they're I so know. cute. Well, it's like all my, my girls with Taylor Swift lyrics. I don't even, Aww. I don't even correct them. Karma is so a guy. Cute. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Karma yes. is a guy. Yes. That's, That's fine. so cute. <laughs> Another listener said, time. I spend 12 hours at work and my five-year-old will say, where's mom? Work? I thought you were at the grocery store this whole time. Wild. I know. I know. They it, it's their it's their advantage, frankly. You don't understand time? <laughs> what a blessing. Okay. Just keep keep on, keep it on. And if if I was that mom, I would take I would use it to my advantage. I'd be gone all day, just at my, all my favorite stores, grocery shopping, clothes shopping, all the shopping, mm-hmm. just farting around in stores. They had they would have no idea. Yeah. Way to live up to your kids' expectations. Yes. If they think I'm gonna be at the grocery store all day, well, I sure will. <laughs> I, I would love to be at the grocery store this all day. This question had me wondering, have you ever asked your kids what they think you do while they're at oh, school? Oh so no. I did. Okay. I asked only my five year old. Okay. She's basically my favorite to yeah. ask silly questions yeah, to yeah. anyway. I said, Lizzie, what do you think I'm doing all day when you go to school? What do I do? And she goes, texting and at the big kids school and that's all that is not far from Boy, the truth yeah that's basically out true. of the mouth of babes basically <laughs> true <laughs> texting and at the big kids school that's it that's that is oh, all man. i do you you should ask your kids i'm curious what yeah. they think i want to ask my seven-year-old and yeah. see what she thinks i do all yeah. day. i think my older kids have a, actually a very good sense of what uh-huh. i do but that was kind of fun. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if my older kids know because there's occasional days when they're off of school and they right. will say something like, mom, what are we going to do fun today? And I have said before, look, today is normally a school day. While you're at school, this is what I normally do. Right. So like right. I have to keep doing it. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised they could put if they would put it together. But yeah, ask your younger one. them, who knows? Yeah, I'll ask. I'm, I'll ask him. That'll be really funny. Okay, so this listener submitted a new genre. She said family relations. Mm. She said it's hard for kids to understand that grandparents are the parents' parents and that we had a life before they were born. And then someone else mentioned in-laws, the idea that aunts and uncles are the siblings of the parents. Mm. This, honestly, it's confusing for my kids. They've made comments about all this before. It is kind of a weird concept, but then I also think like you have siblings, my child. So why couldn't I have like it's <laughs> like right? Yeah, that's yeah. how I think now. But I understand why they're confused. Right. Well, kids have almost no concept of time before mm-hmm. their existence. Mm-hmm. They are so egocentric and yes. struggling to see outside of like their immediate circumstances. Yes. And for my kids, at least, they haven't had many opportunities to learn about mine or my husband's past experiences mm. because we don't live where we grew up. Yeah. So, and we rarely talk about our lives before becoming parents. Yes. yes. Maybe we should make a point to do that more often. But with your kid, with your kid seasons, 
like your youngest one still won't understand that. I wonder right. if it'll just come with time. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I'm not telling my kids stories from my childhood often either. Mm. It's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. But I think with time, I, I probably will. Well, your parents are still in the house that you grew up in, right? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. And see, we just barely talked about that recently too with my kids and they didn't know how to put that together. My four-year-old was like, so-and-so went to Peru. And I said, oh, I've been to Peru. And he said, when did you go to Peru? And I said, well, I went to Peru before you were born. And mm-hmm. he said, oh, but Claire was born. And I said, no, no one was born yet. Well, where were we? And I was like, oh, my stars. Ugh. So, but see, it, you're right. They're egocentric, but that is an age appropriate. For that's sure. Just, that's just Absolutely. child psychology, but it is confusing. We did have a life before you. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> Lastly, about teachers, read by the teacher, one Mm. listener said, my kids don't understand that teachers have a life outside of their classroom. It's like they don't exist outside of school. Totally. Okay. So I bet you have a lot to say about this because you're a teacher and you've probably seen students outside of school. But this reminded me that one time I was at the grocery store with my mom and I saw my third grade teacher. And you know what? She was in the produce section. And I remember looking at her and being like, what the heck? She was buying a bag of grapes. <laughs> and I just remember looking at my mom being like, I don't even remember her name now. That is Mrs. Smith. And my mom's like, wow, that's so, like, it's so casual. Yeah. But I'm, and she saw me and wave. And I just remember thinking, why is she at the grocery store? Like so confused because it really feels like they live at the school, their life is the school. Yeah, in my mind, it's always this like if they step outside the the, the school door, they're like, yeah. poof, like a vampire in the yeah. sunlight, like. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Is that what happened to you whenever no. you leave middle school? No, <laughs> isn't that great? Good news. I understand this deeply from the teacher's perspective. Yeah, I yeah. taught in a smaller, more rural-ish mm. town, so it was impossible to go to the grocery store or any restaurant without seeing Someone I knew, usually a student. One year, one particular group of students figured out where I lived, thanks to one of the kids living in the same apartment complex as I did. Really? And I came home a couple of times that school year to like cute hearts or notes taped to my apartment door. And it was equal parts flattering and terrifying. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. And one of them showed me a selfie they took in front of my apartment door. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But this was this is actually my favorite class that I ever taught. They were really? just an awesome, really dynamic, great group of kids. So uh-huh. I was never concerned, but I was a little concerned like, oh, what if they tell other kids, like students uh-huh. I don't know. I don't well, know. It just sort of feels like then there's like a boundary, right? Like then you're getting too per- – I guess that's the thing. Yeah. It's like but, it, it feels like it's getting too personal. Now you're encroaching on my personal life, not in a bad way, but right. like and the they, lines they are only blurred. did it. They only did it like a couple of times. Uh-huh. So at, like everything felt kosher enough uh-huh. that I uh-huh. never had to set a boundary. But the selfie in front were like, look – Oh, okay. Oh, my God. But that was the only time that, that I remember thinking, this is kind of wild living in the uh, same town as huh. all these middle school kids, yeah. these eighth graders who yeah. have bikes and nothing else better to do. What a it time. Was it was so Let's fun. go back there. What a time to have a bike, just a bike and nothing else to do. Oh, I love it. What a life. That is really fun, though. Yeah. Fun to be on the other side of, a, of the teacher perspective. It is. Well, my takeaway from all of this is that despite our best efforts, 
a child's grasp of all these concepts is like playing Jenga with spaghetti noodles, right? <laughs> like I was trying to think of something that would <laughs> like, analogy. it's sort of organized, <laughs> but also like mass chaos at the same time. Yeah. Their yeah. perceptions are constantly shifting and changing. Yes. Ultimately, kids' understanding of time and family relationships mm-hmm. and who their teachers are outside of the school building mm-hmm. is hilarious and endearing. Mm-hmm. And we're here for all of their confusion. Yeah. May the confusion continue. Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally. I could not say any better. So with that being said, let's just put the baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us as we love you and appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye.